0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Fins Up Podcast. I am your host, Mort, and I am joined by my handsome colleague as always. It's off
1: season, buddy, but how are you doing, Dan? Apart from missing rugby league, things are good at the moment, Terry. How about yourself?
0: Look, I can't complain. I want to, but I won't.
1: Smart. There we go. <laughs> podcast over. <laughs> no, thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Fuck you,
0: bar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, look, it's, you know, I'm kind of missing Rugby League, but I think just with how draining and exhausting this season from Cronulla was, I'm I'm really glad we have an off-season.
1: Oh, I'm more excited for next year. If we could take the squad we have now or as of November 1st and bring Rugby League back tomorrow, please.
0: Yeah, look, we did, you know, before we go in and, and, you know, we're, we're here tonight to review our if you want to call them a forward pack. Um, not really, but uh, we're here to review the forward pack. But uh, just on the weekend, Dan, there was two games of rugby league. There was the test match between uh, England and France, both women and men. Uh, I didn't watch the females game. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch any female rugby league. I just can't do it. Um, but I did watch the men's game, and it's comfortable to say that that England team are now ranked number one in the world because they played the only Test and won it.
1: Well, that's completely fair, I reckon. But if we, in the power rankings, I'd have them below the West Tigers in 17th spot because that was horrible.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say, like, like that's not the England team, but if that England team played in the NRL, they would lose every week by 30.
1: Well, it, it, was, it was not good football. The French tried hard, but they were awful. Just before we get letters and tweets... Hold, um, hold,
0: but hold, hold on a second. Chad Townsend would carve that England team up.
1: At, I'll I'll give you that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Nah, I'm not fuck you. I'm feeling horrible tonight. But just before we get letters and tweets and discuss, mate, I actually watched female game. It was pretty entertaining. Don't get me wrong, it had no bearing on my life, which way it went. Um England girls are way too good as as was expected. But when you're coming up against semi pros, you know, it's like it's like when the good teams like Cronulla play the shit teams like dragons. You like know what the result's gonna be, it's gonna be how many. Yeah.
0: Uh so we're here tonight to review the Ford pack, Dan. And I just want to go through and make sure that I haven't missed anyone because you pulled me up immediately <laughs> when uh, when I was going through the list. But no, I haven't. We're going alphabetical order, and it really, really surprised. We're going alphabetical in order by first name, and it really surprises me that the first forward that we are going to talk about tonight is Andrew Fafita, and. I've been really harsh on the forwards. You know, I think I was really generous to the backs. I was okay for the halves. I have been horrible to the forwards. But I think I still may have given Andrew Feeder more than he deserves. I gave him a four.
1: Mate, he'd be lucky to get a two for me, only because... And look, the reason we're getting more negative is because we're getting further away from football, which is totally natural. But I dare say that this won't be an overly positive... Roundup, per se. They didn't do anything. He played, what, two games? I, I'm having a look here. He played six. I don't I remember played, it. When? I know he played early on and he was atrocious. He went to Newtown and tried to kill that bloke and serve the suspension. I remember him coming back and playing five minutes and losing us the game. And then I remember him getting injured, which was a humongous shame. But, I mean, his most memorable thing this year was his Instagram. That thing with the hat was pretty funny, and him eating meat pies before the games. That, to me, says perhaps his season wasn't what it should have been.
0: So he played round... His first game was round 10 against South Sydney, then Penrith, then Canterbury, then Manly, then the Warriors, then Newcastle when he was injured. I don't... How many did he play, though? I don't know. I don't remember him playing six games. I thought three, and... I've, yeah, I've I've given him a three and a half. He didn't do anything. His middle defense was atrocious. Sometimes, you know, when when we used to talk about when Andrew Fafita used to get dropped to the bench, you know, when he you know when he was peaky Andrew Fafita, but we used to have to drop him to the bench just to curb his attitude or, you know, bring his ego back into check. You would turn around and say Andrew Fafita's going to come off the bench and change the game and do something amazing. Now Andrew Fafita comes off the bench, gets run past by everybody and turns the game in a way that you don't want it to happen.
1: Exactly right. Looking at his minutes here, the most he played all season was 22. Look, in that game, he had seven tackle breaks. I actually remember that run where he ran sideways, he just crabbed. Because it says here he made 20, no, here we go, post-contact, 16 metres post-contact. Now with seven tackle breaks, you'd expect that to be... Much much higher, just proves he went sideways. Which look, I hate saying it because Fida's probably in the top three or four forwards I've ever seen at Cronulla. But his time is done, yeah. and it just games past him.
0: Yeah, he can't play anymore. It, you know, it, it's evident that. Like I know he he said on his Instagram that he's been cleared for contact, and ah, oh, just medically retire, please. I don't I don't want to talk about it anymore because. It, you're talking about these seasons of Andrew Fafita, and it's, it's going to be unfortunate that we're going to remember his last three seasons and not all the, the good shit he did. Like, peak Fafita from 13 to 18 was the best forward in the game, bar none.
1: Unstoppable. Yeah, That's how I'm going to remember him. I'm going to remember him for the try, mm. but I, I'll be very surprised. There's no, there's no space for him in the 17 next year. He gets paid anyways. Let's put him on as a forwards coach, get him revving the young boys up, but Come on, I don't want to see him back on the field again.
0: Yeah, now the next player The next cab off the rank is uh, Wade Graham Mm -hmm. Now I was really Harsh on Wade Graham Before I had a look at this But it said Wade played 11 games I don't remember him playing 11 games I gave Wade Graham a 2 Because availability is the big thing And he just wasn't available But I think I'm remembering because he didn't play The back half of the year at all um, yeah, I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna stand by giving away Graham a two though because I don't remember him playing.
1: No, no, I think I think he was better than the two. I, I think he was better than Fafita, which I gave a two. So I'll, I'll double up and I'll reverse. I'll go the four. It wasn't the way Graham of old. He he came in with under an injury cloud. He, he, in a perfect world, we would have given him the season off. I know it's easy in hindsight, but if he sits the season, rests up, comes back next year, I I get the feeling if we were in the same situation next year. Perhaps Wade doesn't come back, but being that it's a new coach and a new setup, I think he comes back and he'll he'll be better for the rest. But yeah, not not a Wade grand season, but it's not.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know he's he's Wade's been saying all the right things in the preseason, talking about you know he can't wait to work with Fitzgibbon, and you know he was talking about his um, training during the you know the the Sharks bubble back in Sydney with Cam McInnes and how Cam McInnes is just a freak and. You know, he's looking forward to playing with him. And, you know, Wade said something really good in the media saying that it's going to be really good to have two additional leaders like Cam McInnes and Dale Finucane at the club. And, you know, we've got our biggest rivals, captain and and a captain of the Melbourne Storm, coming in to help Wade Graham. And I think that's something that he really needed. Like, obviously, whoever was going to take over the captaincy from Paul Gallen, um, it was never going to be an easy task. But, you know... Wade Graham went from ha- having Paul Gallon, Luke Lewis, peak for feeder, Michael Ennis, James Maloney, to being Wade Graham, the captain of the Cronulla Sharks, with the next most senior player being, what, Chad Townsend and Aaron Woods, Sean Johnson? Yeah, that's
1: completely clear. Look, I, I, think, um, I think we'll have co-captains next year because I don't know how much Wade will play. I, I would let, tend to lean towards Finucane at the moment, but the way I've got the sideline up next year, I'd probably put the C on the... Uh, Coming, McInnes. He's definitely looking like he's going to play uh, a lot of minutes next year the way he's bulked up. I,
0: I, I would honestly, you know, game day captain. It's Wade Graham's. If Wade Graham's available, game day captain, it's his. But you know, in terms of leadership and training and stuff, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all good to go with the co-captains. But on the field, talking to the referee, it's Wade Graham. He's earned that. He's done his apprenticeship, and he is, you know, for mine, he is the Cronulla captain. But I don't remember him playing 11 games this year. There were certainly no memorable highlights from those 11 games this year. Maybe I was a bit too harsh on the two. I'm not changing it, though. Um,
1: I, I we, it was, we you know,
0: we need a bounce we, back from him.
1: We definitely do. There were a couple of games where I know he was injured very early, I think before the 20th minute from memory. And the head knocks, I mean, t- yeah. Yeah, head knocks, which sucked. I remember against Parramatta, he started really well and then got knocked out. And then, of course, the wheels fell off. But I, I think I remember him being real good against the Dragons in round one because you know, I started to think, oh, hello, this might be a season. I still think, not not now, but th- this year he should have been our lock forward. Just I, I just feel like we're, we're relying on him. I know early on we were going left and like, I'll give it to Wade because we didn't have Johnson and, and Moylan and stuff. Like Moylan wasn't fully fit early on. So I think perhaps with creative players like Nico Hines coming in this year, I think way you can just focus on what he does, I think he'd be better for, it. I, yeah, for
0: I, I, it. I was a big advocate of Wade Graham being our lock forward this year as well because the game's gone to the ball playing locks. You can see it with Victor Radley, you know, Jake Turbo, Cam Murray, and to a lesser degree, uh, Isaiah Io. You know, he does get into the line. And, and and one thing about Isaiah apart from being an incredibly average footballer, he does ball play before the line. And I think Wade Graham could have done that as well, but... Um, now, you know, he definitely needs to be on that left edge. But if anything else, we just need Wade Graham's health. You know, if we've got if we've got a healthy Wade Graham, we're talking about 7 out of 10 Wade Graham. Yeah, got well it. But, yeah. Uh, next cap off the rank for mine, uh, uh, Braden hamlin Um I've given him a 6. Start, I, I think that's
1: me, sir.
0: Yeah, started the year really poorly. Moved back to the bench and just turned into an absolute machine Turned into the the kind of form that got him the New Zealand call-up But it's the early season form that stopped him um, getting a high score for mine
1: Yeah, I think he was in the top three forwards this year for us and Might might change that later on He is not a starter uh, The game's just not not built for you early to start He's the sort of player that can come on and, and not play humongous minutes the minutes he plays count big, and that's very, very important, especially when we've got so many players that can play big minutes. So, I mean, everyone will remember his great try and even more his, his try celebration. I swear Reece Walsh is still getting thrown. He went that far backwards. But, uh, you know, do you know how many tries he scored this year? One. One. I, I, I expect – I know last year he scored like four times first. So I think – yeah – I want to see a little bit more improvement from him. Again, I think the off-season, under a, a coach who knows what he's doing, is going to do him the world a good, and a coach that will use him correctly, six, I think, spot on the mark. I, I, th- I think
0: there's definitely a starter in Braden Hamlin-Ueli, you know, because because he did so well. Like, when he came down from the Cowboys, he was a fat heap. And now, you know, he's got himself in shape. He got himself playing for the Kiwis. Obviously, the game has sped up a little bit. I think there is a starter in there, but I think, you know the the starting props, unless we sign someone really left field, are going to be Dale Cook and Toby Rudolph. So we're going to have this absolute weapon coming off the bench for us, and that's great. That's yeah. absolutely great because once once we get Fanukin and and you know Toby and McInnes to absorb that opening twenty minutes, and you're, you're going to throw on Brad and Hamlin, you Elliot people, that's fantastic. I I, I think a six is a good good score for him. He was up there around our best forwards. And when you're saying that he's up there around our best forwards and he scored a six, that's saying something. It
1: certainly is,
0: unfortunately. But next next year. Next year. Next up, Royce Hunt. Look, I've been a little bit harsh on him, I think. But again, like White Graham, it comes down to availability. Uh, Look, he suffered a horrendous injury in 2020, came back for two games in 2021, uh, off the bench, played really well in his first game back against Canterbury and then was just completely out of his depth against Manly. His wife gave birth. Uh, he exited our bubble and didn't come back in. He played two games. I gave him two.
1: Two's completely fair based on what he produced. In terms of coming back, there were talk that he was going to miss the whole season at times. To come back, I mean, that, that's that got to count for something. But ultimately, he played one good game out of two, which, which is all he could do. I certainly don't blame him for leaving the bubble. I don't. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected him to come back either. Yeah. The yeah. season was gone. He's not... The superstar player. It's your first child. It's it's more important. Yeah. So I, I, too, I, of what Hunt can do.
0: Yeah, and that you know the 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 injury that he copped. There are sports stars that have taken two years to come back from that. So the fact that it didn't even take him a year to come back, and he kept himself in incredible shape. Right. And, and, I you know, we were getting, like, little updates here and there about Royce and, and his comeback and, and everything of the sorts and, and how he was keeping himself in shape. He did everything he could to keep his weight down, and he's still stacked on muscle. Like, that guy is just – his genetics are just mutated. He,
1: yeah, I know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, he was supposed to come back in round one. That was, that was never going to be nah. a thing. That was a goal. Yeah. He said, I, I want to be back for round one. So, and I think people took that out of context As though he would be back for round one So, let's keep in mind that there are people That have never come back from That have come back from injury So, I think he's done extremely well Two is completely fair I mean, he played two games
0: Yeah Next, uh, Richie's favourite player, Billy Magulius Now, again Again, I didn't realise this guy played 11 games I think there were some games where he sat on the bench Some games where he got like a minute here or there um, I'm not go- I, I didn't give him a two because of his availability I gave him two because he's absolutely shit
1: <laughs> hey, I'm going to give the first ever zero in fins up history he been, We would have been better playing a player down Than putting Billy Magulius on And I say that with no joke, no tongue in cheek I know I'll get a message tomorrow on my DMs If he ran at the line as hard as he attacks fans Who have valid criticism He'd be the best forward in the world He's got he's gotta go he's gotta go get a fucking reality check. He's gotta wake up to himself because he's got supreme amount of talent. Probably the worst thing that ever happened to him were those two kicks he put through for Newtown, because he completely coasted off those. He thought he was gonna get Gallon's spot. Jack Williams is easily ten times, maybe twenty times the player that Magulius is. On talent, Billy is a superb footballer. Attitude is a negative thirty. He is so bad. Any player that sits in a Facebook group and attacks, and there have been times where he's he's gone at kids or or people that aren't exactly, you know. Like Richie. Yeah, that was the inference, and I was going to say and Richie, but fuck that guy. That's no, that's, no, If you're a first-grade footballer, but he's not a first-grade footballer. So I hope he fucks off to the Tigers. I hope he comes good because I don't like seeing players struggle, but, no, it's a definite zero for me. I can't name one thing he did all year except that game where he made one meter.
0: Yeah, look, I I, I guess I didn't want to give a one or a zero, but I probably should have given it to him. Um, you're he's too right. Nice. You're right. He's he's a he's like there is talent there, but this year he was just absolutely horrendous. And I think for how out of form our forwards were, the fact that he couldn't he didn't start a game. He didn't start one game, and you're talking about guys like, like Jack Williams, who was in horrendous form last year, and you know Toby Rudolph, who, you know, apart from a sensational defensive lapse from Scott Drinkwater in the final round, Toby missed the most tackles all year. Like, you can't even get one start in this Sharks team. <sighs> yeah, I'm glad we said goodbye to him. So let's just leave it at that. It's
1: a complete attitude thing. and yeah. it's, just, it's not the.
0: Uh, next up, uh, Britton Nekora Now, Britton um This surprises me Played 22 games Now, I gave Wade Graham a 2 Because I didn't think he was available I've given Britton Nekora a 5 Because one thing about Brit is he is very durable And he was there And he had some incredible moments He also had some really bad moments I think we got a 50-50 Britt Nicora This year and I gave him a 5 out of 10
1: I got a six. I think he was as equally as good as players that we've given six to in the past. His start to the season was pretty bad. It became very obvious very quickly that he knew one line off Sean Johnson, and when that wasn't there, it was trouble. Now, he did eventually find that with the other halves, which is which is fantastic to see. I think defensively, he was really good this year, especially towards the end of the year. But in saying that, that that's a comparative thing because so many of our players miss so many tackles. You look at Nakora and think, well, he was out bored. But that's like saying, you know, you're the nicest guy in jail. So it's a six for me. I thought he was better than average, but not by far. And I I want to see an eight eight and a half next year out of him. I just
0: there's there's two things that I remember about Britt Nakora this year, right? And it's uh the try that he like Every try that he scored this year in a game, we lost. So that's one thing for mine. If Britain Cora scored a try, we lost the game. And the other thing that I remember is how horrendously, horrendously bad his defense was when we got spanked by Penrith 48-0. Eek. Like, he was he was really bad. But then you got to remember the good games. Like, the Gold Coast Titans, when we absolutely pumped them... They couldn't, they couldn't handle Britton And then the second game when we played Penrith, the job that he did on Viliami Kikau that night, uh, when we played the Cowboys the second time up in Townsville, he made a couple of really, really good try-saving tackles that won us the game. And then, you know, we played against Brisbane the following week and he was absolute dog shit.
1: There's zero consistency there. Yeah, which Absolutely.
0: is why I gave him a 5 out of 10.
1: Yeah, that's, that's
0: probably not our fair. Uh, next, Franklin Pele. I haven't given Franklin Pelle a score because he played one game, got about 13 minutes. I like I, and- I, I like what I see from Franklin Pelle in the juniors. I think it was a great move to give him a debut when we were up in Coffs Harbour. There was no media pressure around him. There was no expectations. The Titans were the raging hot favourites. We were out on our feet with injuries. um yeah, look, I, I'm i not going to give Franklin a, a score. Um, I just hope we see more next year.
1: Oh, absolutely. It says here 15 tackles and 30 metres in 13 minutes, which shows you put the effort in, which other players did not. So, yeah, look, that injury was really unfortunate because we saw in the preseason he absolutely bodied the Dragons, like, just murdered them and, you know, got everyone excited. It's worth remembering that these are reserve graders after all. But there's a superstar player in LA and fuck, he looks good. Yeah, there, there was a photo
0: his, um, his girlfriend put up of him on Instagram um, shirtless with the puppy. And he looks like he has lost a hell of a lot of weight whilst keeping some incredible muscle size. If there's any coach that I'm looking – if there's any player who's a project player and any coach that I cannot wait for them to get their hands on, with all the new strength and conditioning coaches that have come in – it's Craig Fitzgibbon to Franklin Pele. I said that CSC Vitalikai was the ultimate Fitzgibbon project. Fuck that. It's Franklin Pele. It's
1: gonna be fantastic. Now we, we shouldn't put too much pressure on him because it's a horror injury and I don't think he'll play early on next year. But I honestly expect Pele to become a regular by probably around ten or eleven if he's fully fit. Fuck it. Because
0: Franklin Pele Franklin Pelé could easily be our Torquiaho.
1: He could. Hundred percent. Like, don't forget, the last two years he didn't have New South Wales Cup season or a flag season last year, and this year he played. He was he was too big to play against Flake It's pointless putting him there. So I'm putting a huge kid in. He, he didn't play enough New South Wales Cup to get fit. I know he travelled with the team, was our reserve a couple of times, which is fantastic. This is a guy that we ease in, and like you said, it could be something fucking special.
0: Yeah. Uh, next player, look, uh, Tobias Rudolph. Um, he had a very consistent year in, in terms of his numbers, his metres per game. He was always up around 100 metres. He was always up around our top tacklers. He was always top of the missed tackle count. Uh, cut out his errors, cut out his penalties. Uh, I gave Toby 6.5 out of 10.
1: Yeah, I, I gave Toby 6. I think, again, he was just below that top level of our forwards, which, again, isn't hugely positive. I, I don't think he played as well as he good, did last year. But I think his role changed this year, and I don't know if it completely suited him. Uh, he'll grow into it, of course. Don't forget, it's still, it's still his second full year, first grade. When you know, he when ball. he
0: moved to prop and his minutes dropped by fifteen minutes a game, he was up there, you know, with with the the fringe props that are being talked like like that um, Stefano kid from the West Tigers was the eighteenth man for Origin, and when Toby went to prop, he was playing better than him. That's it. He so is Toby Rudolph players. is our prop.
1: No, I I did cringe every time he was named at lock, and I'm very very glad that we've got a make a hundred percent lock in lock next year because he he's not a lock for not not in the modern game. Maybe four or five years ago, sure, but not in the modern game. He's a prop, and yeah, look, he missed a shit ton of tackles. I I know Woods missed many less, and we'll get we'll get to him. But his missed tackles cost us far more points. Still though, you're a run on prop you got
0: to make your tackles. But he's, like, again, and, and, and I could have sat there and done the numbers, and I, unfortunately I left the, the research that I did on all the players at work, but Toby missed a hell of a lot of tackles when he's min, when he played significant minutes. Like, when he played against Parramatta and he was forced to play 80 minutes, he missed something like 17 tackles that game. But that's fatigue, no ball, you know, whatever when he moved to prop and he was playing 40 minutes and he was starting, getting a good spell, come back on, get a spell, finish the game, his missed tackle count was down, which is why Scotty Drinkwater got him in the end. Um, I thought, look, yeah. he, he, he ran hard. Sometimes he got himself over-involved, I, I feel. You know, sometimes it was a little bit of a Gallonesque trying too hard from him. Um, but And then other times you're like, Jesus, Toby, you need to get in there and have a run because Connor Tracy's had to. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I I don't think he was as good as last year, and I think last year he got a lot of rookie enthusiasm out of him. I think this year he really struggled for an identity in our pack. Um, once he found it at prop, and I think once Fitzgibbon signed for Finucane, you know we had McInnes, and there was all the talk that Toby Rudolph's going to be our prop next year, and he was just able to focus on that. Yeah, he was he's he's a lot better for it. Um. That's- Next off, CSC for Talakai. I gave this guy a five, similar to Britton Nakora. He had a lot of highlights. He had a lot of lowlights. Uh, he was suspended a bit too much for my liking. Um, we, got, we saw some really, really shocking defensive lapses, but then we also saw him absolutely steamroll some people and flatten people with some brilliant hits. You know, the one thing about Talakai is he can have a dog shit game, but he just, just one run makes a difference. That's why I gave him a five.
1: I've been very, very kind. I'm, I'm around am the three and a half, four. I'll say four because you've swayed me a little bit. Telekia for mine was the most disappointing player of the season by a long, long way. I went in thinking this kid is going to take all well, this blow. is going to take the next step and be our, our pack leader. Not in terms of like um, seniority, but in terms of give me the ball and I'll flatten everyone that you throw at me. He's the best hitter in the game, but he's in the top few tacklers. He can't move sideways and tackle. If he doesn't hit you first time, he's fucked, and that is a humongous problem. Because there were times people were walking past Talakai, and there were times he was hitting the line against halfbacks, bracing the, for the collision and losing the ball. And when you're like five foot eight wide, you, that that can't happen. I think if, if you gave me a player that I could punish in the off season, it's Talakai. He's fucking frustrating all year. Huge letdown. I hope he hears this. and Shoves it up my ass next year.
0: Yeah, look, he he really is the ultimate Fitz project because there is an in, an incredible, incredible player in him. Um, I, I you know he had some games where he made two hundred and twenty, two hundred and thirty meters, one hundred and eighty meters. You know, you're right. When he, if he doesn't whack you like like that shot that he put on Luke Thompson. He, he absolutely belted Luke Thompson, and Luke Thompson goes through and scores.
1: Spot on. There's one thing we've learned this year, is that he can't fill in at centre anymore either. That's done.
0: He's too big now. He's way too big now. Um, hopefully we never see that again. Next person, Aiden Tolman. Um, played way too many games for my liking, but he's just super consistent. I gave him a six.
1: Yeah, six. Absolutely agreed. Consistent was the, the word. You know, he missed a few more tackles than you would have expected from Tolman. But, I mean, the role he played the role he was brought into play. I agree. I thought he was forced to play more games than what he yeah. should have. Through no fault of his. I'm not blaming him. It was just that we didn't have the forwards pushing, knocking the door down to play. I would have liked to have seen some of those minutes go to Pelé. I know why they held Pelé back. And, you know, in the end, it's probably a good move. But, yeah, look, Tolman, he's not going to win you games anymore. He's just, he's just too old. Yeah. But I don't think he cost us any and That's probably what you can... He's a player we, we picked up for, for chips at the last minute. So and we, we've heard that he's officially re signed for next year. Hopefully on a similar contract, but way, way, way less involved. Yeah, look, the the
0: the immediate issue that I had Well I had no issue sorry, I had no issue signing Aiden Tolman. I was really excited about it. I thought he'd come in and plug a gap. And he was there in our round one team, but in our round one team we didn't have Royce Hunt, we didn't have Talakai um, we didn't have Fafita. You know, we didn't we didn't have the the players that you thought they're going to come back and yeah. You know, I don't even think I don't think Jack Williams played round one. Um, so it's like we we had Aiden Tolman there, and you always expected him to to get out of the team, and he never did. And next year, if Aiden Tolman plays more than ten games, we've got an injury crisis or our players are severely out of form.
1: Out Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I know a lot of people really bagged Tolman all season. I don't think he deserved that, but I also wouldn't have been disappointed if we had said, hey, we're looking elsewhere.
0: Yeah, no, I would I absolutely would not have been disappointed if we said to him, we're, we're looking elsewhere. But um, I, I am glad that in terms of professionalism, like this is a guy who's never had an off-field incident. This is a guy who copped his first suspension in something like seven years because of those high shot rules that came in. Like this guy is professional. He's professional. He's a leader. He's the type of player that you want around at the club. And we've got some really, really good young forwards coming off now. And if you can just get 50% of his professionalism, dedication, preparation, enthusiasm, and mindset for the game to rub off to these players, he's the kind of guy that, you know, you sign for next year, he plays 10 games and then, you know, 2023, he'll only be 34 years old. You 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 need your 30th man signed. You've only got 150 grand left. Aiden Tolman is the guy that you can keep there. And again, he's a guy who's just going to transition straight from rugby league into coaching defensively, forwards coach. He's going to, like, if Tony Grimaldi can do it, fucking Aiden Tolman can do it.
1: Yes, well done. Good player to have around. Yeah. I would definitely put the blokes like Pele and Vasquez yeah. and stuff yeah. beside them. And, and it's and it's not it's not
0: just a great player to have around. It's a great person to have around. And I think, you know, Fitzy said great people make great footballers. This is the kind of person that you need to have for our next generation of great players to come through the gap. 100% agree. So that's me. Uh, next, our best forward of the year, Jack Williams.
1: What would you have gotten... At the start of the year, if you'd say... If I'd said to you, Jack Williams is going to be our best forward this year, what would you have said?
0: I probably would have punched you in the nose.
1: Spot on. Uh, You would have been well within your rights. Not only only was was Jack Williams
0: the best forward for us this year, in terms of the most improved player in the competition, you would have been struggling to find a better one than him.
1: He was right up there, mate, because this time last year... I didn't think he had a future at the thing. I think we either go with him or Magulius when you absolutely need that 17th player when you got three or four injured. And I was leaning towards Magulius because of his, um, his abilities outside of running the ball. Worm seemed to tuck the ball under his arm this year and run, which was huge. He stopped this silly offload crap. His defence was heats better. His aggression seemed to have gone up. It's probably with confidence. He's grown into that humongous body. I see, I called him mirror muscles last year. He was the weakest Adonis I've ever seen. Made me eat my words and I couldn't be happier. He was a monster this year. I gave him seven and a half. I think he was clearly our best
0: I gave Jack Williams an eight out of ten for reasons that you've said. He, you know, he, he really made us eat our words on um, his season this year. But last year, what, what, what was the biggest criticism of Jack Williams that you had last year?
1: We couldn't hold the
0: ball. Exactly right, Jack Williams could not hold the ball to save himself. Right, this year Jack Williams made eight errors. My would have been
1: eighteen last year, I
0: reckon. Last year Jack Williams made twenty-two errors. There you go.
1: That's that's a humongous difference.
0: And it's you know he fixed, and and it's not it's not even that he went and did anything groundbreaking. Like he didn't go and throw on. 15 kilos of muscle Or make himself incredibly fit That he can play 80 minutes Or He didn't turn around and go You know what I want to be fullback now And completely change the way That he played the game All he did Was caught the fucking ball
1: That's it Just I think I think it's a A focused thing And I think it comes with confidence Last year there were Like every second week We were calling for him To get dropped And we weren't the only ones I think this year Once he sort of Established himself He got the confidence Just to put the ball Under his arm and run I, I think the worst thing ever happened to him was being called the next Paul Gallen. That's that's the pressure that no kid sort of deserves or should be heaped with, and I think he's done away with that now because he's not the next Paul Gallen. I think Jack Williams going forward is very very important for us.
0: Yeah, Jack Williams was one of two players to play twenty. Oh, sorry, one of three players, four players to play twenty-four games this year. Oh, I actually, make that five. Five players played the, the 24 games this year Again, I missed Aaron Woods um, And that says a lot Because this year, I, at, the, at the beginning of round one I didn't have Jack Williams in my team Yeah, no, I don't
1: think I did either And I, I wasn't feeling guilty for that
0: No, and, and and it was one of them things Where he did play round one I didn't think he played round one But it turns out he did because he played every game But again, it was because we didn't have Andrew Fafida, We didn't have Royce Hunt We didn't have Talakai And you're like, well, when those guys come back Aiden Tolman's gonna to drop off the bench and so's Jack Williams. unfortunately for us, Tolman never dropped off the bench. Fortunately for us, Jack Williams was our best player. Yeah, or be- yeah, best yeah. forward. Sorry, best forward.
1: Very, very good. I um that's that's what I expect from Talakai next
0: year. Yeah. Um oh, I was I was like super, super impressed with the season that Jack Williams had. Again, as you said, if you'd asked me what the odds were of him being our best forward and second best player, you know, Will Kennedy was our best player by far. Jack Williams, for mine, was our second best player. Oh, yeah, I, would have, I would have punched you in the face happily. Is off. enough? <laughs> uh, second last player that we get to review, a guy who's got a humongous future for us and I think will take Wade Graham's left-sided back row Spot when Wade decides to go to Canterlands or anywhere else That's T Wilton
1: T, I I think you and I might have to fight for his biggest fan outside of his family Because yeah. uh, the way T just, he didn't have a spot this year But every time we said, hey T, do this, he did Like when, when he had to go into the centres against the Titans early on he was, No, the Cowboys early on in the season He was one of the best players on the field and then you're like, hey, we need you to start. Hey, we need you to go in, in the middle. We need you to play 20 minutes. What, we need you to come off back to the centres. He, he just did everything asked of him. I mean, this is a kid that could could very well have played every game for Newtown this year, or he could have played every, year, every game for Cronulla. I don't know where he fits in next year because both our outside backs, back rowers rather, play 80 minutes. But I think Paul Walton, his body is developing. And he played in the middle a lot for Newtown, so... Mate, I think by midway through next season, it's going to be impossible not to pick Teague Wilden. I gave him a six. I feel like I may have overrated him because I remember that game so happily where he just destroyed the Cowboys out wide. But he, he was very, very good considering. Yeah.
0: You gave Teague a six. I gave Teague a 6.5. I thought he was our second best forward.
1: There you go. No, I think he and, um, he and Braden Hamlin, you were right up there, yes. Yeah, he, he, did he, didn't
0: him, Brayden, Hamlin, Newelly, and Toby Rudolph were the next cab for Jack, behind Jack Williams. For Jack Williams was a clear level above. The only reason I didn't rank Teague higher is he missed a lot of games through injuries. He only, yeah. he, only he played 15 games, and in the games where we, where we needed him to be available, he wasn't. And I th- again, it just comes down to that availability factor for mine, but you're right. The two games where he had absolute spiders on him were the North Queensland Cowboys and the West Tigers. And... We destroyed both of those teams. He's unbelievable. Like, there are games where you turn around and go, oh, you know, Teague was pretty quiet. And then you have a look at the stats and you are holy shit, 160 metres and 34 tackles. Like, he just quietly goes about his work, you know?
1: He does. And I want to give him a shout out because when senior players after Morris was sacked were going on Matty Johns and Whinging, Teague Wilton, whose uncle...
0: Just got sacked.
1: Came out and said, you know, what's happened. happen, It sucks but I'm a shark and I want to stay here. I want to play my full career at the Sharks. You know, for him to come out and say that, and he may have been prompted, who knows, but that the goodwill he got from that, that is so far beyond his years as a second second season football. Like, fucking hell, brilliant. Well you got Sean Johnson whinging? Teague Wilton's leading the way. If, you're, if
0: you were to compare Teague Wilton's body shape, the way that he runs, the way that he defends, and the way that he can ball play to any current player, who would you liken him to Ah, uh,
1: probably Josh Schuster without much thought.
0: See, I see. I I like in the way his frame and the way that he can play and the way that he ball plays behind. At the moment, he's a diet Isaiah. Year. Yeah, that, that's fickle. Cool. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Sure. I, I mean, you, was... you, you're right there because Schuster's a ball player as well. But I mean, Teague Wilton literally could be our prodigy for lock behind Cam McInnes. Or he just takes away Graham's spot.
1: Yeah, I, I think ultimately he will. Yeah. He's going to play a lot of minutes this, this year. Yeah, I'm but looking forward to it. Mate. Yeah, me too. Huge fan of Teeks.
0: And the final player that we have to... Uh, See you later. Farewell to. Aaron Woods. Now, before we even say anything about Woodsy, I've looked at my score for him, and I've ranked him way too high.
1: If you has gone above a three and a half, Terry.
0: I've given him a five.
1: A five? No, 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 no. Now you know your football
0: Durabil- his- durability and availability was probably the reason why I gave Aaron Woods a five.
1: I took points off for him being available every <laughs> more often than not. Look, I look—he probably deserves a five. I'm going with a three point five because I don't remember Woodsy doing anything good this year. I remember him missing tackles. I remember the videos there where he actively moves out of the way of tackles that have run through untouched and scored. And that for me is just, I am so glad the Dragons signed him. Can I give you a a fun stat? Yes, please. Aaron Woods scored the most tries of any of our
0: forwards this year. I remember two. He scored three.
1: Oh, there you go. That's not bad. (laughs) That's sad though. Three is the most for any forward.
0: He scored one against the Dragons in round one. Scored one against South Sydney and one against the Cowboys when we won by two points.
1: The South one I
0: don't remember, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the South the South one got went it got awarded as a try and uh, then the video ref intervened because they were just looking for a Fafita knock on. Remember Fafita came down with the bomb and then turned around and just passed it to Woods? They were looking for the knock on into the into the fullback and it just never happened.
1: No, I can't remember that. I must have blocked it from my mind. He probably missed the tackle and conceded
0: a try in the next set. So I rubbed it out. Look, the reason why I I think the reason today that I wrote down I gave Woods a five out of ten was because he's a flat track bully. Like in our in our good games, like in the in the games where we beat the Cowboys by thirty eight points and we beat the Tigers by thirty points, um, when we smashed the Dogs, like Woods was good. Opening game of the season Aaron Woods looked like He was going to win Daly and of the year So he's a flat track bully And mm-hmm. I was okay with that But his bad games Were really bad His ruck defense Is absolutely Fucking shite
1: oh, It's disgusting It's the worst He for me Was the most frustrating Player this year I know I said Talakai was the most Disappointing But Talakai didn't miss the, the amount of Embarrassment mm. tackles
0: I mean, you, I mean You only have to have A look at Aaron Woods He's just fucking shit Isn't he Like he can't he can't settle on a haircut. He can't settle on his facial hair. He changes his strapping every week. Like he just fucking does something that annoys me, but for some reason I gave him a five.
1: Well look, he turned up every week and but Woods is the the, the money that he's on, his pedigree and his stature in the game is the kind of player you expect to throw on and get a less of a shit human being for Noah Blake. Instead you get a for Noah Blake Of people as football players He's just He's so shit I feel bad Three and a half a half's too high I want to give him a three
0: Yeah <laughs> Look It's really unfortunate That this year happened Because Last year Aaron Woods was, was good 2019 Aaron Woods was good And when we got Aaron Woods From the Dogs in 2018 You've got to remember He was He turned up to us And was just In instant Insane form like he helped get us to that prelim. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: He was like 2018 and 2019. Aaron Woods was fucking incredible. 2020. Aaron Woods was probably a pass mark. This year, I don't know how I gave him a pass mark as well, but I have. Um, Jesus Christ.
1: How much time we got, Terry? Because I want to. I want to mention a player.
0: We're eighteen minutes.
1: Eighteen minutes. I cannot believe that Daniel Vasquez didn't get a single minute of football this year after his debut last year at Cogra, and given the absolute garbage our forwards are up this year, yeah, I, I, I'm shocked. I, I just I, I don't get it. There
0: was there's also Hazelton as well in the in the um, uh, in the preseason games. He absolutely killed the dogs. Yeah. And the uh, and the dragons as well, and then didn't see a minute. And it, it, you're right, like we had we had so many players out of form this year. We had so many forward injuries, and Vasquez not getting the game was a bit, a bit of a shock.
1: I, I thought Kyle Donald was going to snag a spot in the last round as well, and he got overlooked for the for the usuals. I know, I think is it Jack Martin or Martin Jack as the other player. Who's on the books, but he's a development player. Jack
0: Martin.
1: Yeah, whoever he is, I would have played him over Woods in that last game. I don't care what the rules state. It just—it just seems like a waste to not have five or six more games under Vasquez's belt. In Pele early on, I, I definitely would have given him time. I just God, I hate Josh Henry so much. I just do. I, I just—I just hate him so much. On the positive though, did you see Chad Townsend in the Cowboys thing today? Talking about the the Cowboys facilities. No. Well, he said it's the best thing he's ever seen. So I posted a picture of he signs for three years for Cowboys. Is the best he's ever seen. The Cowboys blocked me. So that's them, Canberra and Melbourne.
0: Fantastic. You, you, you're twelve away from being completely free. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna get them all by the end of the year. The Sharks are impossible. And the Dragons, I give them so much crap, but, um, yeah, that's three. Three down.
0: Well, there we go. Look, is there anything else? I don't think there's been any any shark news recently, which is really good considering every week there seems to be an off-field indiscretion. Like, the Raiders are just coming up again. They're chasing the Broncos down for the worst-performing off-season team at the moment. Hey, um,
1: Did you see today that Ricky Stewart, they've signed Adam Elliott, right? Yeah, Ricky Stewart, they call the stick man. Adam Elliott is the game's biggest stick man because he can't keep it in his fucking pants. Putting him under Ricky Stewart in Canberra is dumb as fuck. I'll be surprised if he lasts seven weeks.
0: Yeah, look, you feel sorry for the first Canberra player that has to host a barbecue if they're married.
1: <laughs> yeah, they better lock up your wives. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. look, there's there's some dumb shit happening. I'm just glad it's not our players. Um also as well, it it's been said that of all the contracted players at the Sharks, only one hasn't taken a vaccine and it doesn't take a lot to guess who that is. Um fingers fucking crossed he does it because as we said, we, we're expecting a big bounce back season from him.
1: We certainly are. It's gonna be we've seen um Luke Thompson is admitted today that he's gonna take the vaccine. We just gotta put the boot into whoever this may be and say get it done or sit
0: at home. I don't even think it was the the fact that, the, you know, that he might have only been able to play like two-thirds of the rugby league. It's the fact that Luke Thompson wouldn't have been able to go home and play test matches was the thing that's prompted him to take. And also the fact that, you know, the NRL, you know, if you don't take a vaccine and you're only available for two-thirds of the games and you're not injured or suspended, you're only entitled two-thirds of your pay as well. And if you're on eight hundred and fifty grand a year and you've got to take a... $170,000 pay cut Or something like that 200 grand pay cut you just go and get A fucking shot Wouldn't you
1: You certainly would But You know We're leading the way I know we're number one I think us and maybe
0: The Dogs and Parramatta
1: Yep There you go So that, that is really Really good to hear And hopefully We got we got two more spots In our top 30 So hopefully There's some news to come But um, Again you
0: know. Again like Including Lachlan Miller And Aidan Tolman I've only caught 26 So there's there must be two players that have been bumped up somewhere into the top thirty that I, I can't that I haven't got wind of anywhere because I've only got I've only got twenty six contractor players, I don't know who the twenty eight are.
1: Do you think perhaps a certain big muscled centre is on one of those spots?
0: Who's the big muscled center?
1: An unavailable center who will be back in two seasons that Cronulla may be keeping on?
0: No. Absolutely not.
1: That would be awesome.
0: I can't see that. I'm just going through here our our player signings that we have. We have 26 of our top 30. That includes both Tolman and Milner. Yep. And that was that was Mooney. So here's the 26. We've got Dale Cam Cam McInnes, Nico Hines.
1: Nico Hines.
0: Toby Rudolph, Connor Tracy, William Kennedy, Cecia Sifatallakai, Brayden Trindle, Jesse Ramey and Teague Wilden, Ronaldo, Sione... Britton Brayden Braden hamlin Royce Hunt, Jensen?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Franklin Pele, Way Graham, Andrew Fafida, Jack Williams, Blake Braley, Matt Moylan, Mawini Hiroti, Aidan Tolman, Luke Metcalf, and Lachlan Miller. That's 26. What
1: about Lua Lua?
0: Janiya Lua Lua is a development player for
1: 2022.
0: Wait, did you say Pele?
1: I did. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know. Was Jack Martin in
0: that development player for twenty twenty
1: two? I can't think of anybody else. So our development list so far, and obviously
0: it has to get it gets cut down. Um yeah. But we've got Josh Fennell, Jesse Colquin, Sam Stone Street. By the way, Sam Stone Street will play an NRL game this year. He's a fucking freak. Um, Janiya Lua Lua, Jack Martin, Ryan Rivett. Satini, Torquemo, and Jardin Semrini. And then that's not even including the other three players that I mentioned in Brad Lavender, Max Riolo, and that guy from New Zealand.
1: Are the other two Ferris and Vasquez?
0: Uh, Ferris is a development player, and Vasquez doesn't have a contract.
1: No, okay, well, there you go. I can't think of the other two.
0: Off-contract players, 2021. Trying, train and trial players Kyle O'Donnell Kyle Patterson Daniel Vasquez Monty Raper Tom Hazleton Caleb Milne
1: I think Hazleton's Going back to England From what I heard
0: Hazleton's going back To Canberra
1: Canberra Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, England Canberra Same shit Yeah And there was a forward We lost to Melbourne The Try scoring one
0: He was yeah, never contracted think. To us He was a Newtown player I can't
1: think of the third So eight, we, we've got We've got 26 players there you go, I thought they said 28. All right, yeah. if you're listening
0: out there, tell us who we're forgetting because i got nothing. Yeah, so recently departed players, Sean Johnson, Chad Townsend, Aaron Woods, Jack A. Williams has gone to the Dragons. Yeah. Nate McDonald has signed with Brisbane. Will Chambers and Billy Begulis have been released. Josh Dugan has retired. Tom Giles has gone to da, 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 the Dragons, I think, which I'm really disappointed on that. I don't
1: know him.
0: Thomas Giles, we got. He was a massive prop for the Roosters, um, and we signed him as a sixteen-year-old. He played three seasons with us, but the last two years have really crippled his development. Oh, there
1: you go. Mm. So, someone out there, two we're
0: missing. it.
1: pissing
0: me off. I, I, I don't think we are missing anyone. I think Darren Mooney just accidentally said twenty-eight, and then he's come out in that video because I watched the video again today, and it had all the um, um. The information from Mooney And he definitely said 26 players Well
1: there you go Sweet as. So we, we've
0: Let's got We've got four spots I, I dare say that there'll be two And that, and again that includes Miller and Tolman So we've got four spots I think two train and trial players You know they'll they'll probably get a one year contract And then we'll go and get two more people
1: Beautiful works for me
0: There's got to be some cash there as well like. it
1: has to be some cash Fucking hell I just want a signing Terry it's annoying me Nico Hines. Nico Hines. All right, and on that note, how about Moylan? How about Moylan?